The golden age of piracy lasted from a period of about the mid-17th century to the early 18th century. During this time, mostly European, North American, and North African pirates sailed the seas and attacked British and Spanish naval ships and merchant ships engaged in the Atlantic Triangle trade, stealing their cargo and supplies. Most modern assumptions about pirates come from popular entertainment, books and films set during the golden age of piracy, but written centuries after the fact. There was no such thing as walking the plank or buried treasure, and pirates' reputations as rum-drunk rapists and marauders is overblown. Many pirates, including the infamous Captain Kidd, were devoted family men, and life outside the raids was fairly prosaic. Piracy was a business, an illegal business, but a business nonetheless, and probably more closely resembled modern-day organized crime than the mayhem and romance we've come to associate with pirates. But one pirate trope that made its way to Hollywood does have its basis in some historical fact that there was a popular superstition among seafarers in the 17th and 18th centuries against sailing with women. A superstition held that women on ships or boats were bad luck since at least the Middle Ages. Women were banned from boarding naval and merchant ships. In at least one incident, a ship that sailed with women aboard hit a terrible storm, and the female passengers were thrown overboard in an attempt to appease the angry sea. Around 60 women were sacrificed this way, and still most of the crew perished. Despite the superstition, women were still very much a presence in the nautical world. There were many women who worked jobs aboard ships as laundresses, sex workers, cooks, and occasionally even as sailors, officers, merchants, and pirates. Two of those pirates, Anne Bonny and Mary Reed, would go down in history as a couple of the bravest, most ruthless pirates of the Golden Age. Welcome back to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't. Steady. It's no surprise that everyone celebrated your demise and now worms are eating your eyes. So don't you worry your rotting head as you sleep in your sodden bed. It's time to respect the dead. Welcome back to Respect the Dead. I'm Hoots. I'm Kellen. I'm Mandy. Who's ready to hear about some maybe probably lesbian pirates oh i am i am so ready <laughs> um probably lesbians are my favorite kind of lesbian <laughs> for the purposes of this <laughs> podcast let's just say that probably is a definitely <laughs> <laughs> sort of like i'm probably gay <laughs> i feel like mm, and i'm probably mm. a slut yeah <laughs> all right and bonnie was born in County Cork, Ireland, sometime between 1698 and 1700. Her father was a lawyer named William Cormick, and her mother was his maid because William was cheating on his wife. <laughs> Based in maid pills. <laughs> Based in maid pills. Uh, the, the maid won in this instance. Um, William, William also did not like his wife that he was cheating on very much. Uh, so William Anne and her mother, Mary Brennan, first moved to London to get away from William's wife's family. And he began dressing Anne as a boy and calling her Andy, uh, introducing her to people as the son of a relative, you know, to kind of avoid any awkward conversations about about his kid. I guess maybe he maybe he actually had like a, a cousin or a nephew that was like a boy and was like, this is easier. Uh, 
When Anne's true gender and parentage were discovered, William moved the family to what is now Charleston, South Carolina. Got the hell out of Dodge. I love that. I love when people used to just flee and I know. nobody at their new town would know anything about them because they couldn't look them up on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, like literally you could just like... <laughs> You could be like, things have gotten a little awkward for me. I'm going to change countries. And you don't have to do like any paperwork. It's like literally like the price so of a long. boat trip. <laughs> yeah. See you never. Bye. <laughs> Anne's mother would die in 1711 when Anne was only 12. It was shortly after this when Anne was entering her early teens, just lost her mother, that Anne began exhibiting, quote, a fierce and courageous temper, reportedly murdering a servant girl with a, with a case knife and beating an attempted rapist half to death. <laughs> okay. Only half. Okay, but, okay, number one, do we know what the servant girl's vibes were like? I think probably Rancid. She, yeah, like, she sounds like she was stanky. Like, she yeah. was probably, like, so ungrateful for the wonderful <laughs> life that she had. <laughs> I will I will accept that Anne had like a bit of a temper and maybe she overreacted to things, but the things that she reacted to, I'm going to say were always reasonable. And beating an attempted rapist half to death is fucking based. Yes, it is. Yeah, the only 100%. thing she did wrong there was not beating him all the way to death. <laughs> right, that's the only only problem I'm I have. I'm gonna assume that's because she was only 12 and she just, you know, she hadn't come into her full strength yet. <laughs> Can you imagine this, like, four-foot <laughs> child, like, beating a man half to death? <laughs> Good for her. She was able to, like, crawl away because she got, like, tired. <laughs> she hadn't had her nap that afternoon. <laughs> she needed to go get a, a juice and a snack oh same yeah. and daddy was like <laughs> daddy was like Annie baby it's time for your nap and she's like I'll be back for you later <laughs> one last kick in the face <laughs> skips back off to the house coming daddy <laughs> I imagine she's got little pigtails of course yeah of course uh, actually, she would have looked like me right now. I, this is this is not a video podcast. I have red hair and I am wearing pigtails at the moment. And Anne Bonnie. Oh, yeah. She's giving Pippi. Very Pippi. Anne Bonnie allegedly allegedly was a redhead. Mm -hmm. Based. Which is where the temper comes from. That rumor is true. Redheads of course. are all a little, a little angry. It's like orange cats. Yeah. Just something about Orange them. cats only having one brain cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were also rumors in the town that they were in that Anne liked hanging out at the local taverns and sleeping with all the fishermen, which is also based. That's very Lana Del Rey Vinyl. <laughs> uh, so like I said, she had red hair and apparently she was uh she was quite pretty like she was considered quite the catch and i'm going to send uh an image i'll be of her. the judge of that uh, yeah <laughs> no photos because they weren't invented Ugh. yet but i'm gonna send what the fuck year is this uh set, right now we're in 1711 oh damn so early early what the fuck oh okay that's a gun i'm like why does she have a twig arm <laughs> she has a gun <laughs> Only had guns without cameras. That's stupid. So she's got like a very like action hero pose. <laughs> she looks amazing. She does. I love I love this picture. Yeah. 
I love how like haphazardly her axe is placed. <laughs> like at any time, it could just like fall off and like chop off her foot. <laughs> <laughs> her hair is amazing. I just love the look of the the low I know. shirt. She's got some beachy waves going on. Like it's blowing in the wind. Like mm-hmm. she, yeah. Her feet are very tiny. Her clothes are very yeah. tiny. She's just a petite little thing. I like her hat. She's got a nice big floppy hat. I guess that was the look then. She's like went for like the boyfriend vibes. Yeah, definitely boyfriend trousers, Mm. slouchy shirt, you know. Yeah. She married James Bonney, a sailor, and William Cormick disowned her as a daughter and threw her out of his house. So she responded to this by burning daddy's plantation to the ground. (laughs) Aww. I love her. She's hilarious. See, again, this is this is every everything seems fine to me so yeah. far. Anne and her husband moved to New Providence, which is modern day Nassau, and James became something of an informant and pirate bounty hunter, turning pirates into a man named Governor Woods Rogers. Woods was a former pirate, and he compiled a most wanted list of the top 10 most notorious outlaws, including Blackbeard, and vowed to bring them all to to trial. I love this, like, old school BuzzFeed of, like, (laughs) 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 like, the general's top 10 pirates. (laughs) It's, like, literally, like, top 10 most wanted. Like, it's giving true crime (laughs) Like <laughs> top ten pirates from an ex pirate. Yeah. Ex pirate responds. Ex pirate reacts to top ten most notorious. Not clickbait. We're, I'm like We're I don't want to blame you guys for this, but I I am definitely sick in the head. Rose like, ooh, trying to like immediately come up with a YouTube title and thumbnail for this in my head i'm like right? no no i can sell this i can sell oh this. my god he would have ruled tiktok with an iron fist <laughs> but Anne, for her part was uh also collecting pirates as boyfriends got him fucking a lot of pirates while her husband so... was informing on them imagine having like old school syphilis and scurvy at the same time <sighs> those like, teeth don't stand a that's chance that's gonna be rough no Mm-mm. i'm just like wondering which day your like brain is gonna blow out the back of your skull or which, which appendage you're gonna brittle. lose <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like will it be my nose or one of my ears today <laughs> nobody Ooh. knows that's part of the fun <laughs> According to Captain Charles Johnson, author of A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates, 1724, (laughs) Anne was, quote, not altogether so reserved in point of chastity and that James Bonney once surprised her laying in a hammock with another man. So in this in this pirate book written in 1724, um, he called her he called her a slut. He said. She was sleeping around. Mm-hmm. One of her pirate boyfriends was a man named John Rackham, a.k.a. Calico Jack. <sighs> yep. People don't have cool names like this anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> and if you tried to give someone a name like this, like you just couldn't anymore. It would be cringe. Yeah. Like you could be named Calico Jack back then and it would be cool. 
Calico Jack initially offered James Bonnie money to divorce Anne so that he could be with her. Remember, this was this was the 18th century, so Anne couldn't just divorce her husband herself. He had to divorce her. Mm-hmm. But James Bonnie refused and threatened to fight Calico Jack. So Calico Jack and Anne Bonnie just left. <laughs> they were like, okay, then bye. <laughs> okay, like, we right. tried to do this the right way, you <laughs> <Yeah>. dick. <laughs> I guess, mm-hmm. see you never. Guess now you have no wife or money. Yeah, How about that? Fuck you. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> she disguised herself as a man and joined his crew. One of Anne Bonnie's first privateering raids was organized with another male pirate who may have been gay, a man named uh, Pierre Bouspeau. <laughs> Sounds gay. I'm saying that correctly. French. From a write-up in Richter Norton's Gay History and Literature, um, I'm going to have I'm gonna have Caitlin read this oh, one. Oh, I knew it. Because it's gay. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anne and Pierre got word that a French merchantman richly laden with costly materials would be sailing by, and together they organized their first privateering raid. With the aid of some of Pierre's friends, they stole a boat from the abandoned wrecks in the harbor and liberally covered the topsoil, deck and themselves with turtle blood. In the bow, they bow. It's a ship in the bow, right? In the bow, yeah. yeah. In bow. the bow, they placed one of Pierre's dressmaker's dummies dressed in women's clothes and similarly splashed with blood. Anne stood over this nightmare figure with a blood-soaked axe, and they sailed out to the merchantman. When its crew caught sight of this demonic ship by the light of the full moon, they were so horrified by the impending mayhem that they turned over the cargo of their vessel without a fight. Nice. I love That's that. That's <laughs> Isn't that fun? A little prank? A little silly. Yeah. Silly. I mean, I, know. I don't think the turtles thought it was a prank. But like, <laughs> yeah, that seemed a little they excessive. Used paint. Like, guys. You really didn't need these turtles. Just a pile of turtles. <laughs> just like, squeezing their necks to get the blood out. Like, <laughs> like a little sponge. Chucking their shit out. Blood of... <laughs> The, like the amount of birds gathered around this pile of turtles when they're like, oh, should we maybe have left them on shore? Like, this is really disgusting. <laughs> what do we do with these? I don't know. Throw them like, back in the water. <laughs> Mary Reed was born in England sometime between 1680 and 1693. According to legend, Mary's mother had been married to a sailor with whom she'd had a son. The sailor was lost at sea, and his family sent her financial support for the boy, but her son also died, and she'd become pregnant with Mary by another man. To hide the illegitimate pregnancy and to continue receiving money from her husband's family, Mary's mother dressed her like a boy and passed her off as her first and only child. The lost at sea thing... You just don't get to use that as an excuse anymore without like a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Like back then you could be like, oh no, he was lost at sea. And it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. of course my brother was lost at sea. And now if you said that, people would be like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, should somebody find him? Is there an inquest? <laughs> right. Did he not have his GPS on? <laughs> at age 13, dressed as a boy, Reed found work as a footboy. Like, that's what they called little baby footmen. You could work as a footman when you were a child and you'd be a footboy. I think is, it's cute. Was that like in the military? Uh, yeah. The fuck is a foot? Oh, okay. 
And then she started working on ships, uh, including as a powder monkey on a British man of war during the War of the Grand Alliance. <laughs> okay, now I know you're just saying stuff. Why did that sound like a slur? I believe, oh boy, but powder so, monkey? Yeah. Oh my god, we are powder monkeys. <laughs> powder monkeys would carry bags, they were like literally children that they would hire to carry bags of gunpowder from the ship's hold to the gun crews. Oh, okay. So it's just child labor. Never mind. Yeah. While they're fighting, they'd have like little kids running and getting there, like there dodging go. cannon fire, you just, know. Don't get stabbed by a pirate kid. Child labor is hilarious. Child labor is hilarious. Let's bring it back. <laughs> it's like not funny IRL, but the idea of like a tiny little person doing the job of a big person it's is so just, like, funny. very funny it's so to cute. me. But like in like actuality, when you like see the like footage of like small children, like like wearing like bloody like ppe masks like sewing stuff in factories on like twitter it's like okay so it's not actually just like a little guy with no. a backpack running it's back not a no. cute little scamp like, dodging <laughs> cannon fire no <laughs> cannonballs bouncing Speaking with off a delightful cockney accent beside him <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's as far as i can go <laughs> then mary served in the army of flanders as an infantryman and a cavalryman so she was just like fully like growing up dressed as a man um fighting with armies she was so many different kinds cool. of like blank men like <laughs> i know she's every man <laughs> she was in every she was boy and then men <laughs> <laughs> in the flemish army mary fell in love with one of her fellow soldiers and revealed herself to him and they got married but her flemish husband died young and she resolved to rejoin the army but there wasn't really very much room for career growth like mary was like a girl boss um so she was like i there's not really much room for me to grow here in in the flemish army so she decided to become a pirate instead yeah i'm gonna join my own army i mean it sounds way more fun yeah <laughs> and make some make some good money mm -hmm. um okay so here is a picture of mary reed where she looks an awful lot like that picture of Anne bonnie um yeah this is like suspiciously close <laughs> Like the same axe. <laughs> Almost the same Not picture. holding a pistol this time, though. This time she's got a sword. No. She's got a little cutlass. And this one's in color, uh, too. And here, here is a picture of uh, Mary Reed stabbing a guy. Dope. He looks like a little, little pig guy, a little upturned nose. <laughs> He doesn't even look surprised. He just looks perturbed. He's, he's just kind of like, like I say. Did you have to do that? It's my favorite shirt. And she's wearing a silly little hat. She's wearing a hat that kind of looks like a vagina. <laughs> kind of. The OG pussy hat. <laughs> the OG pussy hat. Hillary Clinton would have loved her. <laughs> R.I.P. Hillary Clinton. You would have. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> mary reed lived and dressed as a man aboard ships going by the name mark reed but Anne bonnie lived largely as a woman only donning men's attire when they engaged another ship in battle according to legend when a member of calico jack's crew complained about Anne bonnie joining the crew she stabbed him in the heart <laughs> okay that's smart mm -hmm. feminism because like he needs that to live <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Mary Reed, or whatever your name is. Anne Bonnie? <laughs> that was Anne Bonnie. Okay. Anne Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, Anne Bonnie is the one with the temper. Oh, yes. And she responds to criticism with murder. Everybody has their their thing. Mm-hmm. That's her hate language. <laughs> I know, you know, I know, I know a lot of bisexuals <laughs> like that, so it's okay. Accounts vary as to how Anne met Mary Reed. According to Johnson, uh, Calico Jack's ship conquered Mary somewhere in the West Indies, and Mary was among those taken prisoner. Anne tried to seduce Mary, who was dressed like a man at the time, and Mary told Anne that she was actually a woman and bared her breasts to prove it. Anne promised to keep Mary secret, and the women became friends, <laughs> best friends even, roommates. Pal <laughs> pals. No. They became very, very close after that. They were very, very close. Just two, two fluid bonded bachelorettes. <laughs> and remember, Anne Bonnie is still with Calico Jack at the time. Yep. And initially, Calico Jack got really jealous of Anne's closeness with Mary and burst into her cabin one day to slit Mary's throat. And she basically pulled the same trick with Calico Jack. She was like, <laughs> I'm a woman. Here's my titties. And he was like, oh, okay, I'm fine with it. And and he also agreed to keep her secret and treat her like an equal. Because, like, <laughs> lesbians aren't real. That's a myth. <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, okay. Oh, you guys are just in here gossiping about how, like, <laughs> muscular and masculine i be (laughs) mary also started a romantic relationship with another member of calico jack's crew so i'm also not entirely sure how secret her secret was (laughs) like yeah i'm like why don't you go worry about him (laughs) it sounds like everybody just like knew that mary reed was a woman and she just kept telling them like she's just like walking around (laughs) just burying her breast to every person on the crew don't tell anybody here's my titties also i love this vibe it's like like Clark Kent taking off his glasses. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Anna Montana taking off her wig or whatever. It's like, it's me. But it's just her like pulling her breasts out. Right. Like, yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, we know. The HR, the lineup to HR on this ship. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. Pirate HR would be like Pirate such HR. a funny idea for a, for a sketch. Um. Okay. R- talk to me later about a, a pirate HR podcast <laughs> a narrative podcast where we're just like the hr managers yeah. for, for yeah. oh my pirate, god yes for piracy and recording everything just for because you're hr and you need a record <laughs> right <laughs> at their eventual trial for piracy one of their victims dorothy thomas described Anne and mary like this mandy i'm gonna have you read this one. Ooh, okay Two women, prisoners at the bar, were then on board the said sloop and were wore men's jackets and long trousers and handkerchiefs tied about their heads, and that each of them had a machete and pistol in their hands and cursed and swore at the men to murder the dependent and that they should kill her to, depre- to prevent her from coming against them. And the dependents further said that the reason of her knowing and believing them to be women then was by the largeness of their breasts. <laughs> they had some big old titties, Your Honor. They had they had tiggle bitties and big old tiggle bitties. I mean, they sound fucking cool. Like wearing they sound yeah. This is based a machete Simple. in one hand and a pistol right? in the other. <laughs> like, Just waving their titties around. Yeah, I love like it. the aesthetic is 
immaculate. Yeah. Shirts fully open. Like. <laughs> All right. Here's where our story gets a little sad, though. Near midnight on October 22nd, 1720, Anne and Mary were on deck when they noticed a sloop gliding up alongside them. Realizing it was one of the governor's vessels, they shouted for their crewmates. A few came up on deck, including Calico Jack, but the rest had passed out from the night's drinking. The sloop's captain, Jonathan Barnett, ordered the pirates to surrender and Calico Jack began shooting at him. Barnett ordered a counterattack and disabled Calico Jack's ship, sending the few men on deck cowering into the hold. Outnumbered, Calico Jack signaled surrender and called for quarter to be taken prisoner. But Anne and Mary refused to surrender. They remained on deck and fought the governor's men alone, firing their pistols and swinging their cutlasses. According to legend, Mary was so disgusted with her fellow crew member's cowardice that she stopped fighting long enough to peer over the entrance to the hold and yell, if there's a man among ye, you'll come up and fight like the men ye're to be. When none of the men responded, she fired a shot down into the hold, killing one of them. Nice. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. I know. They're both so iconic. This is a great way to get people to come right. help you. <laughs> All right. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck me? No, fuck, fuck you. you specifically. <laughs> Eventually, Anne, Mary, and the rest of Calico Jack's crew were overpowered and taken prisoner. Calico Jack was scheduled to be executed for piracy by hanging on November 18th, and his final request was to see Anne. Seeing him one last time before he was to die, Anne said, If you had fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, cold. I love it. After execution, Calico Jack Rackham's body was gibbeted, a form of punishment in which a dead or dying body was suspended from a gallows-like structure and displayed as a deterrent to other criminals. Uh, and here is a picture of not Calico Jack, but uh, Captain convicted pirate Captain Kidd at his, following his execution in a gibbet. Ugh, such good names but also it's really hard to be like oh no i'm actually not a pirate and it's like then why is your name pirate jack <laughs> yeah ah yeah that's kinky so he's he's dead here um he was he yeah, was killed he looks dead <laughs> he was killed via hanging <laughs> but then when you're gibbeted your body is kind of like hung up like that and left to rot as a deterrent yeah. to other pirates right it's like a warning mm -hmm. to everybody else Ten days after Calico Jack's execution, Anne and Mary were tried and found guilty of piracy and also sentenced to hang. But both women pleaded their bellies, had their execution stayed on account of the fact that they both claimed they were with child. <laughs> Mary Reed died in prison, possibly due to complications from childbirth, possibly due to a fever she contracted while in prison, and she was buried on April 28, 1721. There is no official record of Anne Bonny being released or executed. A ledger lists the burial of an Anne Bonny on the 29th of December, 1733, in the same town in Jamaica where she was tried. And other sources have stated that she may have been released into the auspices of her father. Returning to the United States after her imprisonment, remarrying a man named Joseph Burley, with whom she had eight children, and dying in South Carolina in April, 1782. This seems kind of unlikely, though. Another unlikely story is that she went into a nunnery. Most likely, she probably also just died in prison. Yeah, probably. Better than being a nun. 
<laughs> much better. <laughs> but there is one more theory, the most unlikely of all, but I think also the most romantic. The legend goes that Mary didn't die of fever and that the two women escaped together to Louisiana, where they spent their lives until old age recounting their romantic exploits on the high seas. Aww. That's the one I believe. I like that one, too. Yeah. And I'm just going to close out with a cute little woodcut of eee, Anne Bonnie and Mary oh. Reed. I thought you had sent it and I opened it up expecting something cute and it was that hanging guy again. <laughs> I was like, that's not cute at all. Aw. Twins. Oh, I like that. Yeah. They were the first lesbians, <laughs> lesbian girlfriends to look like each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to s slowly start wearing each other's yeah. clothes <laughs> until they were indistinguishable. <laughs> I want to say just before the end... I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Respect the Dead. If lesbian pirates are your thing and or you want to help support new art and development, please head over to bit.ly slash great age of sale to support the Seed and Spark campaign for a new musical and development about exactly that. The Great Age of Sale, an original queer pirate musical, is raising money to put on a brand new show in Los Angeles. When her brother is lost at sea, Viola Bishop rallies a crew and sets off on a journey of vengeance and self-discovery. Filled with sword fights, ship battles, and 18 original songs, this is an adventure you won't want to miss. Help this ship set sail by supporting the funding campaign on Seed and Spark today. Again, that's bit.ly slash greatageofsale. Link will also be in the show notes. Uh, follow the Great Age of Sale on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook to learn more. And don't miss their live D&D pirate adventure in the coming weeks. It sounds Ooh, so fun. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm so here for that. We yeah. love our friends over at the Great Age of Sale. We love new original works. And we love it when productions can afford to pay their artists a living wage. And we also love all of you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Respect the Dead. You can follow Respect the Dead on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Respect the Dead. If you want to follow us individually, you can find our socials in the show notes. And you should check out our YouTube channels. We don't shit on dead people there as often, but still, we're making tons of cool stuff. If you enjoyed Respect the Dead and would like to support us, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. If you leave us a review, we can read it out on the podcast. Reviews are the best way for new listeners to discover the show. Give us at least five stars and then share us with a good friend who likes venting about dead people. You can also give us some money over on our Patreon. Patreon supporters get some cool bonus content like bloopers from the cutting room floor and even coming up with a fake sponsor ad that we'll read in an episode. It has to be a fake business, though, not your MLM, honey. Thanks so much for listening. Join us every Monday for our next Worm Feast. I'm Kellen Conrad. I'm Ailey Mandy. And I'm Hoots. Bye. 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 Bye.